<laughs> you heard two this time. Uh, Chuck U. Farley. Mike Papa. And Lindy. And Mike's back. <laughs> Mike can drink again. He's already drinking. Already sipping. <laughs> he couldn't wait. <laughs> Chug. I was broken open before the show. We were sitting and chit-chatting. Like, damn, I'm getting thirsty. So, anyways, welcome back to another episode. Yeah. Um, uh, I don't know if it was a busy week. I mean, only a few things happen, but they all blend together. Yeah. And they're all connected. Yeah. It's it, it, the fucking uh, Democrat playbook's coming out. And well, yeah, that's been coming out. So I think last last show we talked about, while we were on the show, about uh, uh, the, the DOJ trying to uh, arrest Devin Archer before his testimony. Yeah. Well, okay, yeah. They sent him a letter saying, it's time to report to jail. And then... The big outcry is like, why are you trying to jail him before yeah. his testimony? Yeah, and they're like, well, well you know, what? we were just saying, you know. Yeah. So then they issued a rare second letter on a Sunday, mm-hmm. meaning the, the, the backlash was getting to him. Like, mm-hmm. oh, no, we don't want to interfere with congressional hearings and testimonies. We, yeah. don't, we don't want to do that. So he went in Monday mm-hmm. for a closed-door transcribed interview. Now, the, interv- the transcripts have been released already. Have they? Yeah, I, th- I believe so. Um, I was very I was, well. I was because I was wondering about that because I was wondering why it, this was like so secretive, and then yet then the very next day or two days later, he's getting interviewed by Tucker Carlson. So so it's it wasn't a classified briefing. They just what it, this was a behind the door interview. It mm-hmm. was transcribed. The Republicans had like two hours for questions, and the Democrats had two hours for questions. Mm-hmm. Um, so they weren't together. Oh, they were. Oh. So I was gonna say, like, wait a minute. No, it's more. It's, it was explained that this one was more like a deposition. Mm-hmm. Okay, so that's why all the the congressmen, you know, their selected officials from each party were behind closed doors with him, and he was answering questions. Yeah, I was I was really upset because I I really wanted to watch that. Well, so I, I'm I'm hearing that he might still do testimony, live testimony in front of a committee, mm-hmm. which would be televised. Dude, I can't wait to uh, to uh, see the Democrats squirm. Yeah, well, I, I want to hear the questions that they ask too. Um, well, so here, let me let me find it here because the the new shift or the the, the shift of the Senate, um, Dan Goldman. Dude, that dude, he, he's so full of shit. Oh, they're just talking about the weather. Right, that's, that's <laughs> what I'm trying to find here because um, he's. He's making excuses for him, uh-huh. and uh, when they released the transcripts, yeah. it made him look like a fucking fool again. Um, here. the president's statement saying that he never talked to any of Hunter Biden business associates? Clearly, he talked, whether about the weather or whatever, but he said specifically that he's never talked to them. Doesn't this contradict that? I don't know what his comment is, and if we're going to... Well, I don't, I don't think that's what he said. He never said that he has never spoken to anyone. He yeah, said he that he had nothing to do with Hunter Biden's business dealings. If he says hello to someone that he sees his son with, well, is he supposed to say, hi, son? Oh, no, I'm not going to say hello to the other people at the table or the other people on the phone. It's kind of a preposterous premise to think that a father should not say hello to people that the son are at dinner with. The son is at dinner with, and that is literally all the evidence is. Bullshit. <laughs> so when they released the transcripts, it contradicted that statement. Mm-hmm. Um, he, he, dude, this dude is so full of shit. 
Um, he has no no experience and, and no reason to be in the Senate. So well, that's, you can say that about half the people in there. I know. Well, the latest one is Diane Feinstein. She has no reason to be there. Well, yes, she's. Uh, you heard she turned over power attorney to her daughter of her finances because she's not competent to take care well, of her. Own dude, finances. I'm looking at a photo. Did she have a stroke? She had shingles and, and something else, which is not, according to physicians, uh-huh. like maybe, you know, um, 80% of the people maybe survive it, but they're not 90 years old. <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. it's it's like not looking good for Diane Feinstein. Yeah, but I'm just saying it's... Uh... Well, we talked about it last week, just say I, just say I, just say I. Mm-hmm. So she hands over power of attorney to her daughter for her finance because she's not competent enough to take care of herself. So how is she still in the Senate making decisions for us? Yeah. You know? Mm-hmm. It, it, it's... Get out. Just leave. Retire. They want to die in office because they get a lie in state, I guess. I don't know. They get some other... No. You're not a fucking president. Get out of the office. Yeah, exactly. So, um... But, yeah, Devin Archer... Uh, confirmed that Joe Biden met with Devin Archer 20 times. Tucker Carlson unveils a never-be-seen letter from Joe Biden to Archer, clearly establishing Biden's intimate knowledge of his son's foreign business deals. Did you see that? Uh, yeah. That Joe Biden wrote him a personal letter? Yeah, I saw the letter. Yeah. Did you see it? Yeah. While he was vice president. <laughs> yeah, well, it's like, I can't get away from Chew or whatever. Hugh or whatever. Yeah, President Hugh. So, so I'm sorry I couldn't get away from this internet. I couldn't come over and talk to you guys. But I never talked to my son about his business. Never. Not an iota of evidence. Never. Yeah. Oh, where is it? You know. Yeah. I'm just, I'm just fucking frustrated that all of this is just. And then on the news this week. Okay, so what happens whenever there's a bad news story for um, Biden? What happens? Uh, Trump gets indicted. Right. <laughs> yeah. So they did it again, and this week there's been absolutely shit on the news about Devin Archer, mm-hmm. but everything is Trump, 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 Yeah. So, um, I'm trying to find these sound bites here because we're not really prepared for this week's show. Apparently. No. Well, there was. I mean, like I said, it was to me it was like a bad week. So I was just gonna talk about. Stuff as it came up. Well, here. Um, happened was co- so you think that everything that happened was kosher? You know, there's not one single bit of evidence, not one little tiny bit, to suggest anything done was wrong. You know that, but you keep asking me these questions. It's okay. He, you know, you're, you're, you know, you're doing what you have to do. But I'm not worried about it. Look, the American public knows me. So yeah, we know you. You're yeah. a fucking habitual liar. You lied about your college. You lied about your yeah. law school. You lied about where you were in your standing in class. Uh-huh. You plagiarized speeches. You've pretty much lied your way through your career yeah. and have been caught. You had to drop out of the presidential race back in the 80s because you were caught lying and, and plagiarizing. Mm-hmm. What makes us think you've changed? We know you, Joe. You're a fucking liar. Yeah, you're, yeah. Just... You lie, and that's, I mean. But people buy it. Yeah, I know. People today well, are dumber. Just, just, yeah, just the idiot people who can't fucking make it through fucking life like that lady that we, I was showing you a video before the show. Yeah. Singing the fucking song about, if you're white, you're racist. It's like, But aren't you? 
I'm dude. I'm tired of that shit too. <laughs> I'm so funny. You know, take your racism and shove it up your fucking ass. There hasn't been racism in this country in fucking years. Oh, there is racism. It's anti-white racism. No, well, okay, yeah, but, well, yeah. That's not reverse racism. It's racism. Yeah, who, who said that the other day, too? Someone said reverse racism, and someone called them out on it. That is not, there's no such thing as. No such thing as. Oh, I think it was, I think it was, uh, it was a video I was watching with uh, Candace Owens. And someone, oh, really? Yeah, and someone said, well, you're just. There's reverse racism, and she goes, there's no such thing as racism, it's just racism. Yeah, racism is racism. Yeah. Well, black people can't be racist. Well, that's Dude, racist. <laughs> I, yeah, I'm not going to get into that one. So, so, um, so since we're, yeah, but so, um, we're, we're uh, talking about Trump. I want to play this video when we find it. Do you know who Jim Gaffigan is? Yeah, the comedian. Yeah. Uh, where is it? Joe Rogan just uh, was he on was Gaffigan on Joe Rogan's show? Yeah, and Rogan put him in his fucking place. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, I haven't heard this one. Is this so? Um, Damn it! I had, I just had it. Did you? Yeah. Oh wait, maybe I saved it. Hold on, let me, let me go to go look for it. Joe Rogan. Yeah, let me, I think I I, just, I liked it. So let me go to um, home. Let me go home here. Let me go to. Um, Is this the one about the intelligence agencies infiltrated January 6th? Yeah. Here, it's right here. Okay. You ready? Yeah. I think the January 6th thing is pretty bad. Well, the January 6th thing is bad, but also the intelligence agencies were involved in provoking people to go into the Capitol building. That's a fact. You, so wait a minute. You're you're saying that that guy, what's his name? Ray Epps. Yeah, you really think that he? I don't was, know. I don't know, but I do know that I think every that's other parent. I think he's going to sue Fox. I think every other person who was involved in January 6th, who was involved in coordinating uh, a break in into the Capitol and in instigating people breaking, they were all arrested. This guy wasn't. Not only that, they were defending him in the New York Times, the Washington Post, all those different things, because saying that Fox News has unjustly accused him of instigating. Well, he clearly instigated. He yeah, did no, it on camera. Right. I don't know if he was a Fed. I know a lot of people think he was a Fed. The people that were there were calling him a Fed. What I do know is when they asked the FBI, the FBI said, we can't tell you whether or not there were people that were there that were doing that. Now, there's been reports that there was hundreds of agents that were there that were doing that. I don't know if that's true either. But I do know that they do use agent provocateurs to disrupt peace, peaceful protests. It's a, a common tactic. What they do is say if there's a um, – like the World Trade Organization is a great example. And that was in, I think, the 90s in Seattle. And so what they did was they were protesting the World Trade Organization. They were doing it peacefully. It was a big problem. So what they did is they sent in, allegedly, agent provocateurs. They started smashing buildings and lighting things on fire. Now it's not a peaceful protest. Now they could bring in the police. Now they can start arresting people. And then they created a no-protest zone where literally if you had a pin on your jacket that was the WTO with a red line through it, they would not let you cross. You could not cross with a pin that was against the WTO and, and go to work. 
there was a no protest zone. So they, they, they silenced you protest, which is right. a part of our freedom of speech. So this is a tactic that some government agencies uh, use okay, to stop okay, but, but peaceful wait a minute. protests. All right, so what you're saying is on January 6th that uh, this event that obviously Trump organized, forget about the Giuliani stuff and the uh, – you know whether they Trump organized a speech. He yeah. definitely Stolen. encouraged people to protest. Yes, but all right. So you're saying that like he's, the, the FBI and Nancy Pelosi, and I'm not saying Nancy Pelosi. No, but like you're saying that like they're like you know we'll make this uh, instead of uh, an awkward protest, we'll encourage it so that it'll be. It'll backfire on Trump rather than being this yes. rising of people that uh, believe that there was election corruption. I yes. think it's certainly I possible. I think that would be hard. You think it's possible? I think it's possible. You don't think it's – wait a minute. You think it's hard to do? I think that, you know, that the FBI or the CIA saying, hey, you know, Trump lost this ele- – because here's what you're kind of implying – Trump lost the election. He is such no, no. A, uh, an amazing communicator, and he's convinced this loyal base that there was election interference. We don't want them to protest. How we can end this is if we encourage people to go beyond protesting to uh, essentially go into the Capitol and take a shit in the hallway. I mean, I'm exaggerating right. a little bit. Yeah. But, like, I don't see why that would be of use. Like, I'm more suspicious why Trump didn't call for backup when, you know, or, you know, for uh, the for the Capitol Police. You know what I mean? It's like. Okay, wait. Okay, wait. He did, you dumb shit. Before, he even did. before January 6th, he yeah. authorized the Pentagon to call up the National Guard. Yeah. To be there that day. Right. They because had, of the high they ex- had intelligence. Yeah. Because of the high number of people expected to be there. Uh-huh. Right? Yep. And the D.C. mayor and the Capitol Police, under the direction of Nancy That's Pelosi, cool. said, nope, we don't want them, we don't need them. Yep. Exactly. And then they did nothing. Yep. There was, and that, like, Michael Flynn's brother was, you know what I mean? Like, there's, there's way more conspiracy stuff against... Uh, against Trump and you know then I think the the slim likelihood that people were like oh Trump's a problem let's just get these people that are loyal to Trump to run into the Capitol so that we can arrest 300 people does that make sense no 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 it doesn't <laughs> no. make sense no I think it's a standard tactic especially when someone is the enemy of the intelligence agencies with Trump that's absolutely the case. Trump set himself up against the intelligence agencies. He did it openly and he did it brazenly. And a, a lot of people think it's very dangerous. Like the intelligence agencies are very important. You know, you want to find out what's going on in other countries. You want to find out what the threats to America are. You want to find out what terrorist activities are going to be taking place and stop them before. And, you know, JFK you, had his problem with the intelligence yeah, agencies. Well, yeah, well, yeah, I mean, look, it's unchecked power, right? It's That's the deep state. It's unchecked power. And I think Trump was very open about his disdain for the intelligence agencies. He created enemies in the intelligence agencies. It's standard for 
intelligence agencies in this country to encourage agent provocateurs or to employ agent provocateurs. And so you're saying when he was in Helsinki and he was saying, I believe Putin more than my intelligence community, that was something the intelligence community was like, we're going to get him. Well, I think they were going to get him in any way that they could because he's an enemy of the intelligence agencies. And he was openly talking about them being incompetent and being corrupt. And, he, you know, he fired Comey and, you know, he was against the FBI. And, you know, look, it's a very dangerous thing. You talk to people that are intelligence agencies. Like, it's a very dangerous thing for a president to be at war with the intelligence agencies and to do it so publicly. And I think it's with, without a doubt when you have a gigantic massive protest that a lot of people think is a threat to democracy you have these people that are saying the election was rigged and they're on the capitol lawn they're screaming and yelling i don't think it's outside the realm of possibility that they would encourage people to do things that were unlawful instead of peacefully protesting which is what everybody was doing on the outside which is totally legal to take that and escalate it to entering into the Capitol. Now you can lock things down, and now you have real clear evidence that this president is responsible for this insurrection attempt, and this is dangerous, this is a threat to our democracy, and he's never going to be president again, we're going to indict him, we're going to go after him, we're going to do all these different things. I think it's not, it's not like it's, there's a lot of shenanigans going on on both sides. It's not like a clear cut, like he shouldn't have done that and they should have done this. It's like there's a lot of fuckery and there's a <laughs> lot that's been going on throughout history. Whenever people have unchecked power and unchecked influence and they, have, and they have enemies and Trump was their enemy. It's <laughs> a lot of fuckery. <laughs> but he's absolutely correct. Well, yeah. Absolutely correct. So what happens if Trump wins again? Right? right. Is, is he going to dismantle the FBI, CIA, NSA, all the intelligence agencies? Oh, he probably I, needs to. He needs I, to probably, cut them. Yeah, he needs to. He needs to. Yeah. Well, what, what, what if he it? wins again, you know who's going to be standing in the back wings of the stage waiting for him who? the minute he goes up and says, thank you, I'm your next president. Who? Merrick Garland is going to be there. Who? Merrick Garland? Yeah. He'll be fired, like, first day. But tr Trump won't be in office yet. So when he's up there saying, hey, I won. Thank you, everybody. Mm -hmm. They're going to be standing in the back wings arresting him. Yeah, but guess what? Dragging his ass he, But guess what? Jail. He's president. Guaranteed. If he gets elected president, they can swear him in in jail. He right. can pardon himself and go out and fucking fire everybody. But I everybody. guarantee <laughs> you, if he wins, they will be standing in the back wings. Yeah, he'll just, but but, he'll, it, but like, like, like Chuck just said, the, the power of the presidency, he could be in a cell. He yeah. could be locked up in a cell, right? Uh, he can, yeah, he, he, but he, I'm just saying. He can take the oath of office in the cell. I'm not that saying that. <laughs> I'm just saying guarantee you that that's what's going to happen. If he wins, they're going to be there to take him away, regardless no, of whether he I, can be I a think, president or not. I think they're going to try to put him in, in jail before the election to try to take him off the campaign trail. Which, right? which will do nothing more but energize, every, every, energize the base. Anytime they do something to Trump, his numbers, like this last indictment, Mm -hmm. His numbers went up again. Yeah. Right? The, there's none of these. I mean, they've pretty much at this point almost guaranteed him to be the nominee. <laughs> exactly. And he's fucking beating Biden's ass in like every fucking uh, yeah. um, poll there is. You know what? Mm. You, you, you want, if Biden wants to have a half a chance, 
you know, this is political prosecution. He, he needs to have a commercial where he's drinking coffee. I'd like my coffee black. What the hell is that thing all about? What? You haven't seen that? Biden? Yeah. No. Hold on, let me find it. Well, go, um, go with your point. No. He, he needs to pardon Trump. You know, I don't, you know, I, I don't agree with this. Uh, even, even the idea or the, um, what the appearance of political prosecution or persecution of a political opponent. Mm-hmm. I'm just going to get rid of all that right now. I'm going to pardon Trump for any crime that he may or may not have committed. And we're going to run a fair election. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And people are like, Oh, look at Biden. Right. That's about his only saving grace right now to get his number in the poll, a bump up in the polls. Yeah. To make him look like the bigger man. Yeah. But he ain't going to do it. No, he's going to do shit like this. Look, watch. Is this one of those AI things? No. I like my coffee dark. <laughs> that has to be an AI thing. It's not an AI thing. I don't know what it's about. Look, they did it. Look, there's a, there's a couple different ones. What the hell is that? I don't know. A cup of Joe. I like my coffee dark. Why? Yeah, I don't understand it. But it's just this is fucking. Would you try to pander to the black community now? <laughs> I, I, well, well, no. If you're not black, you're not. Yeah, if you don't vote for me, you ain't black. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> what, was that him giving away video games in New York City today? What? You didn't see the riots in New York City? In Union Square? Yeah. Yesterday? Some oh, Was it yesterday? Some guy was giving away a video game or something? Uh-huh. And fucking all hell broke loose. <laughs> I saw a video today where what this young this young African-American gentleman uh-huh. accidentally shot himself in the arm. It was like, why the hell would you have a gun at this fucking thing? <laughs> Gotta get his halo on Seriously, but yeah. So, when, 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 oh my God, when's in there? <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> um. So, here, speaking of January sixth, all this ne- never before aired footage from Tucker Carlson's interview with Stephen Sund, the former uh-huh. chief of police for Capitol Hill, so uh-huh. J six was quote unquote crawling with feds. Right. Sund details that there were eighteen FBI undercover agents plus additional twenty from DHS. In over 30 years as a police officer, Sun says he's never seen that number of undercover agents across multiple government agencies at similar events. He also details how the FBI broke with past protocol and did not brief him on the presence of undercover agents on January 6th, nor was any intel given to him from a joint intelligence briefing. He was fired immediately following January 6th by Nancy Pelosi. Question is why? Why didn't Nancy Pelosi and others accept Trump's offer for 10,000 National Guard troops ahead of January 6th? Why didn't they brief him on Intel assets in the crowd? Information and, uh, you, which you know about this audio is bad, though. So it, 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 it's interesting you ask that because within a few days of January 6th, I had a media reach out to me and go, hey, you aware FBI had undercovers in the uh, crowd? I was like, oh, no, they would have told me. I had, I had Steve Dan that had watched the field box on a call the day before. Didn't say anything to me about it. And now to see that... They allegedly, according to the GAO report, had 18 operatives in the crowd. That's a lot of operatives. So when you look at the intelligence, intelligence was handled differently than any of those big events that we talk about, especially for a big event that we see now, the threat stream that was associated with it. 
you know, whether it was IMF World Bank, you remember the, the 2000 Very, very IMF, well. Pretty well. I was there for that. Yeah. 2000, um, uh, the Bush inaugurations, the violence with that. Um, we would have had an executive briefing with the FBI. would have been called into a skiff, the, the, all the local chiefs, saying, hey, this is the type of stuff we're seeing. There would have been a, what's called a jib, a joint intelligence bulletin. Which happened. None of that was done. No conference call. I mean, it would have been, in, would have been usual for FBI to host a, a regional conference call. But you think 18 is a lot for that kind of event? I, I think so. I mean, I, I, I was telling so in the fact that we weren't aware. And I think DHS is now saying they had a number of uh, uh, HSI, Homeland Security Investigations, uh, people in there as well. So it sounds like a number of the intelligence agencies had resources uh, in the crowd. So it was in, in the parlance of the Internet, it was crawling with feds. I would say there was a, there's a fair amount of law enforcement in the crowd. That's what, that's what it now appears when you have the 18. And I think uh, DHSI said they had 20, possibly possibly 20 out there, if not more. Uh, that starts turning into a lot of people. Have you ever seen anything like that before? No, I have not. Not not that many. Not, not for a major event in Washington, D.C., uh, down to the mall. I might expect to see, you know, uh, Secret Service may have some undercovers. Yeah, FBI may have a couple. You know, MPD may have a couple, but nothing hmm. like that. That's a and there's another uh, one where he's talking about being pissed off about you know it's not being communicated and everything else. Mm -hmm. He, uh, but it's a setup. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, like Joe Rogan said. It's just. And so now that now they indict him on it. Yeah. Okay. Lindy, how are we doing on time? Because that's going to be a whole other. Doesn't matter. Okay. Yeah, it doesn't matter. Okay. The uh, so they indict him on it for basically saying denying that the election was. Uh, was valid yeah. for saying it was rigged. So they're they're basically indicting him on free speech. Yeah, because well, yeah. he's questioning the. So are they going to come around and they're going to indict you and I? Because right, because we. What yeah. about Hillary? Exactly. Yeah. yeah. What about everybody who's been election deniers? Well, throughout history. Well, they're, well, they're trying to say well because he told Mike Pence to send the, the electors back to the states, right? Mm -hmm. Even though. Um, they, they they say well he didn't have the authority but they changed the rules afterwards mm -hmm. to where he did have the authority at the time to reject them and send them back to the states like the states re requested. Mm -hmm. Mike Pence is a fucking weasel, dude. You did you heard what he fucking said this week on Twitter, right? Uh what? No, you didn't. Uh he's. Oh, let's see. Did did he just fucking kill his campaign? Yeah, he yeah. just fucked himself in the ass. Well, he he didn't have a shot anyway. No, he didn't. <laughs> but. But yeah, we're, I... he said that basically anyone who tried to overrun the election doesn't deserve to be president. Well, who doesn't follow the Constitution, and he was going to follow the Constitution. And if you can't follow the Constitution, you don't deserve to be president. Again, he's uh, something about be president again, right? Well, yeah, something like that. Let's see. D.C. Drano three days ago tweet, Pence implicitly admits he had the power to reject fraudulent votes on January 6th. He knew there was fraud that if he sent the Electoral College votes back to state and legislature for further review, 12th Amendment would have kicked in and the GOP House of Reps would have voted for Trump. Pence didn't want that. He certified the fraud and that's why he'll never be elected. Let's see. Is this... votes to which we're hey. on this point. It wasn't just that they asked for a pause. Uh, the president uh, specifically asked me and his gaggle of, uh, of crackpot lawyers asked me 
to literally reject votes, to, which would have resulted in, uh, in the issue being turned over to the House of Representatives and literally chaos would have ensued. So let's, let's be clear about that. <laughs> so he knew. Mm-hmm. Um, but let's see. There was, what was I looking for here? Oh, here, here's some more people who should be in jail, yes, right? Hang on. Not us. Republican members of the Electoral College, this message is for you. As you know, our founding fathers built the Electoral College to safeguard the American people Charge from the guy. dangers of a demagogue and mm -hmm. to ensure that the presidency only goes to someone who is, to an eminent degree, endowed with the requisite qualifications. An eminent degree. Someone who is highly qualified for the job. Now, all the Electoral suckers. College was created specifically to prevent an unfit candidate from becoming president. There are 538 members of the Electoral College. You and just 36 other conscientious Republican electors can make a difference by voting your conscience on December 19th and thereby shaping the future of our nation. I'm not asking you to vote for Hillary Clinton. I'm not asking you to vote for Hillary Clinton. I'm not asking you to vote for Hillary Clinton. As you know, the Constitution gives electors the right to vote for any eligible person. Any eligible person, no matter which party they belong to. But it should certainly be someone you consider especially competent. Especially competent to serve as President of the United States of America. By voting your conscience. Every one of these celebrities, by the, the standard that was just submitted, uh -huh. of the House of Viola are violation of the, the law. Option to right, the a violation of federal law. Yep. So why don't we start seeing fucking indictments on all of them? I stand with you. Yep. I stand with you. Indict you. I stand with Indict you. Support you. and solidarity with conservatives, independents, and liberals. Can we do a citizens arrest? Citizens indictment. Citizens indictment. Fucking seriously though. Yeah. What? So I can't find the tweet what Mike sent, but so. Uh, Today, Mike was confronted by some voters because he's out on the campaign trail. Oh, yeah. So. There's like, Read it. It's like a it's like a Biden rally. There's like fucking like ten people there. Uh, there's more hecklers <laughs> than supporters. Yeah. yeah. So, you know you know what Sowing used to do. You know he always uh, plays Mr. High and Mighty Christian. Uh, Someone's to get him alone with a fucking hooker and get pictures of it. Yeah. <laughs> Set him up. Well, Sex scandal. There's a picture of him in here with like a gay fucking hmm. suit on. Like, Is that back in like when he was younger? A rainbow. Something when he had a little fucking like leather neck collar on, like a dog collar. I don't know, did he? Yeah. No, here, look. Oh, that's probably that's Photoshop. Photoshop. <laughs> but he's marching in a gay parade there. The gay parade. The gay parade. But yeah, so he, uh, he, uh, basically fucking. He, he, he's, he's done. Yeah, no, he, well, he was he never really started, did he? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, the scene you know, well, okay, so here's what's really funny. Well, what? Just a couple of days before, he's on camera a couple of days before January 6th, uh -huh. talking hook, line, and sinker about, you know, he's going to send him back and it's fraudulent election. Uh -huh. 
Well, what changed, Mikey? You know, what changed for two days later? Other than the fact that there, there's like a, when he certified the votes and he did something. Because the, he because got a little elbow bump from Nancy Pelosi. And, and he got that. a coin from somebody. Yeah. He got, yeah. He's a member of the club now. Yeah, he's mm-hmm. in the club. Mm-hmm. So it, it's just like, you know, don't even tell me they just, uh, that he's following the Constitution. No, he didn't follow the Constitution. He could have sent him back to the states. But he because he, he knew it would go to the House of Representatives. Yeah. And the House of Representatives would have elected Trump. <laughs> so even then, well, at that point in time, we didn't have control of the House at that point in time, did we? Yeah, thought, because they I took over. Nan- I thought Nancy was in charge of the House. No, they take over in January before the president gets uh, elected, <laughs> oh, uh, before the president gets inaugurated. Oh, yeah, but I still think didn't they have. Didn't they have control of the House for two years Why, Joe, and then that's why they can't figure out why nothing got fucking done in two years? Maybe. Because, uh... Or, or did they still have the House at that time? The they Republicans? still they had the House. No. No, they, no the because Democrats it was Nancy had. Pelosi was the Speaker. Yeah, because yeah, remember, everybody thought we were going to get the House and the Senate at the midterms, but because of, and to use a Joe Biden term, or Joe Rogan term, some fuckery. we <laughs> <laughs> Damn fuckery. <laughs> we lost the the Senate. Yeah. So uh, January six again, the Capitol chief of police tells Tucker Carson, "I'm a little pissed off." Let's see. Um, so. Let's see. So. Anyways, I, I would like to see this full interview. So would I. Well, I heard that Tucker's going to re-interview. Yeah, because that the he did the interview, and then before it could be aired, he got fired. Right before this could get out, yeah. so this is getting leaked out now by somebody at Fox so News. Somebody at Fox, yeah. So, um, but yeah, it's uh, I'm trying to find something here. Then, yeah. then Tucker this week interviewed Devin Archer. <laughs> yeah, and he basically told you, um, in that it, basically it was like. Yes, uh, Joe was on 20 calls. He Sometimes he called in. I watched the entire thing. Did you? Yeah, sometimes he calls in when they're, uh, we're in a meeting, you know, and he didn't know, or he was saying bullshit. He knew exactly what he was doing. Well, yeah, well, it's, even if he just calls in to chit-chat, it's not, a, it's, it's about Hunter proving he has access to the U.S. vice president mm-hmm. to build credibility for the brand. The brand is access. Yeah. And, and it, it's... Okay, so when you have a problem, you contact me, and mm-hmm. I can get the muscle involved. Right. And here, and here's here's how I prove it. I just call my dad right up. Yeah. Oh, so here's Trump's lawyer um, out right after he got indicted. indicted the other day. Okay. On March 17th, Hunter accidentally admits that it was his laptop from hell. The next day, DA Alvin Bragg indicts President Trump. June 8th, an FBI document is released showing that the Ukrainians paid the Biden crime family millions and millions of dollars. The next day, the Mar-a-Lago raid and the Mar-a-Lago indictment. Last week, Hunter Biden's sweetheart plea deal fell through when the judge realized it had blanket immunity. The following day, 
a superseding indictment against Donald Trump. July 31st, Devin Archer goes to testify in front of the House. That was only after they failed to put him in jail prior to the fact. What happens the next day? The January 6th indictment that we're here for today. This is not a coincidence. This is election interference at its finest against the leading candidate right now for president for either party. Yeah. 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 Every time the next day there's a because it it, because the media is going to eat it up. Trump, 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 Trump. And then Biden, you hear nothing about Biden. Oh, dude. Fuck. Yeah. Seriously. No, I know. So the national news, NBC Nightly News, Lester Holt, ABC News, with Brent, with Brent Muir or whatever his name is, mm-hmm. all of them. This week was Trump. Everything Trump. Well, yeah, well, well, I was talking you know, about democracies died. A guy, a guy I work, a guy I work with, wife was all pissed off because he was trying to watch her soap operas, <laughs> and every channel was carrying the Trump indictment. <laughs> it's like this. That's how much it's important to people. She's mad because she can't watch her soap operas. I don't want to watch the Trump indictments because everybody knows they're fucking bullshit. They're bullshit. Yeah. And that's the thing. You got more people now who aren't even Trump supporters who are going to support Trump just because they know this is bullshit. Well, that and the fact that the fucking Biden fucking lying sacks of crap. Right. I mean, I mean, listen to listen to our vice president and then tell me if you fucking believe this shit. It's a term we're very proud of, I must tell you, because Bidenomics is working. It's working. It's not working. It's working for the way they have it fucking planned to work, which was to make us poor. It's working. It's working. You're poor. And then, did you 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 also heard um, that? Uh, Trump released a post on True Social, something about, you come after me, I'm going to come, come after, after you. you. So now they're trying to get him. Um, the, the Jack Smith went to the judge to try to block him from. To get like a restraining order or something for blocking him from releasing any uh, yeah. discovery evidence or yeah. something. Yeah, Why? Why would you want to block any release of this evidence? Yeah, exactly. Especially since he omitted to the courts. The fact that um, Trump said peacefully and patri- uh, patriotically, you know, make your voices heard peacefully, mm-hmm. you know. Peacefully. And then, then, he, they, then he released the fucking video telling them to go home. Right. And they fucking censored that. It. Yeah, yeah, shit canned it. Let's see. Hmm. Special counsel Jack Smith's wife, Katie Shevegny, produced Michelle Obama documentary Becoming. Katie's mother, Belle Shevegny, Jack's late mother in law, was also a Soros Senior Justice Fellow at his Open Society Foundation. Hmm. So, oh, I wonder where he got his fucking... Uh... Um, Judge Chutkin is an Obama appointee who donated to Obama. And the, the whole guy that started this whole fucking split in America. Mm-hmm. Your fucking savior, Barry. <clears throat> My fucking cousin, you kidding me? <laughs> Our cousin. <laughs> Don't look at me. Was that just my side of the family? <laughs> Must be. Yeah. Six cousin twice removed. Yeah, yeah, it's on your dad's side, not mine. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck off. <laughs> yes, Mike and I have two different fathers. <laughs> okay, so I want you to listen. I want to listen. I want you to listen to this clip. And then we're going to take a break. 
But I want you I want you to listen to this and then I want you to see I want to see if you catch it at the end. I wish that the Republican Party would be somebody would take it back that that we'd have a real Republican Party. It's up to them to decide what it is, but it shouldn't be a cult. It shouldn't be a cult to somebody frivolous with the law and his uh, puppets. I wish that she just just described the Democrat Party. I know, but she called you a puppet. puppet I know. But yeah, but I'm not the one fucking trust the science. Trust the science. Trust the science. Yeah. Yeah. Take the shot. Take check. Trust the science. Trust the science. Did you, did you know that the Pfizer people was it Pfizer or Moderna? Pfizer. Pfizer. Pfizer people got a different shot than the rest of us got. Yeah. It's different. <laughs> a different batch. Yeah. Yeah. What? Yeah. yeah. So I want to go like Walgreens. I can just get a batch and go to all the Pfizer employees, start sticking it in their arms, and, boop, and boop. stick it in Joe's arm. Yeah. Because you know that was saline. That yeah. Saline him and. Whoever else is getting these shots. Is but yeah, we can't sue anybody. No. And you know, and we took all the fucking risk. Right. We assumed all risk of taking this fucking shot. Being told it was safe and effective. Yeah. I want to find a lawyer to uh, help me sue MSNBC and what's that bitch's name? Uh, Maddow. Right? Because yeah. cause Fox News can be sued for misinformation, right? Right. So why can't she? When she said, the shot is safe. It stops. The virus stops right here. When you get a shot, it stops. All of them said. The, CNN, the, the, MSNBC, the, ABC. The View. The, the View. Oh, so, Dude, sue, I'm going to sue The View. I'm so, going after them. So why can't we sue them for misinformation? Yeah. Right? Yeah. Because my employer, basically, off of all that information from the CDC, from the government, and from everybody else, mm-hmm. mandated that I had to have it in order to keep my job. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah. and I couldn't afford to be without a job at the time. Yeah. Right? But you weren't forced to take it. You voluntarily took it. Yeah. To keep my livelihood. <laughs> yeah, but that's, see, the, that's their argument. Their argument's going to go, well, you, you weren't forced to take it. <laughs> Come on. Yeah. Okay. I, 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 have a pa- I kept a piece of paper for my job uh-huh. that says it's mandatory. Okay. I got my little fax card up there with one stamp on it. One stamp and one fucking stamp only. You see, I had the twofer. (laughs) So, okay, we'll be back after this. Pause for the calls. Quickie. Quick and easy. Quick and easy. Hey, during our quick millisecond break here, Uh um, we were talking about Mike Pence a minute ago and how he... He says he can't turn the, the stuff back to the states. Yeah, how, and how he, he did what was He followed the Constitution, right? Yep. But so before all that happened, here here is Van Jones, CNN, uh-huh. right? Like, Obama right. pointing. Federal law says all election disputes at the state level need to be wrapped up by December 8th so the electors can cast their ballots on December the 14th. Now, each state governor has got to certify the electors' votes and then send them on to Congress. So the results aren't official until the new Congress counsels ballots on January the 6th. Now, it's usually a straightforward process, but let's say one of the candidates questions the legitimacy of the state's count. The governor could choose not to certify the electors' votes, or, though this is really unlikely, the state legislature could decide to contest the election and send a different count to Congress, meaning... Congress could end up with no results or with competing results from the same state. Which is what happened several states. Now, that's states. a violation of federal law, mm-hmm. so Congress would no longer have to honor that state's electors at all. Now, the House send the them back. can then decide which result is valid or throw out the votes from that state altogether. Now, 
I know you think I'm crazy, but this actually happened. It was 1876, shortly after the Civil War. Samuel Tilden won the popular vote, but there were 19 electoral votes in dispute. Congress had to step in and broker a compromise. Rutherford Hayes was eventually named president in exchange for the end of Reconstruction and the withdrawal of federal troops from the South. Here's where things get even more interesting. If a candidate still doesn't have a majority of electoral votes by the end of this process, the 12th Amendment says the House of Representatives decides who will be president, and each state delegation gets one vote. The Senate picks a vice president. No matter what happens, somebody has got to take the oath of office on January 20th. So help me God. If both the president and the vice president are still undecided, the Speaker of the House temporarily gets that job. Okay, so here's where we were just talking about how the Democrats controlled the House, uh-huh. right? But what they, he just said is, if it goes to the 12th Amendment and it goes to Congress, each state gets one vote. So out right. of the 50 votes, uh-huh. right, right, there are more states that are Republican states right? because you have blue states like California, New, New York, York, that have more delegates, but yeah. they only get one vote. Yeah. So since there's more... Red states than blue states, the House of Representatives under the Twelfth Amendment more than likely would have reelected President Trump. Yeah, but Utah would have went to the damn. You know, fucking Rom- Romney is Senate. He, oh, okay. has, he has okay. no he okay. has no vote. Oh, okay. Right. Yeah. Each state gets one, out of the House yeah. gets one vote. Okay. And the the Senate elects the Vice President. Right. So Pence is a fucking liar. Yeah. He could have rejected those votes. Uh huh. Because you had multiple states that said two sets of electors from the legislature, uh-huh. right? Yep. Which would have questioned it throughout the entire election, uh-huh. causing the the 12th Amendment to kick in, causing Trump to win the election. So Trump was right, yep. saying you have the right to send them back, but that's why Congress changed it after this. Mm-hmm. They made a change so the vice president can't do it anymore. They did? Yeah, I think I think after January 6th, they changed the rules again. Um, so, it, it's like, Wait, right that, now... Ain't it in the Constitution? No, I, I think that was a law, a federal oh. law. Oh, okay. Um, but, you know what, though? Because oh. remember, the 12th Amendment was the 12th Amendment. It wasn't originally... <laughs> uh, yeah, but still, it's an amendment. It's an amendment. So, basically, they said... But Vice President Pence at the time uh-huh. had every legal authority to send those contested delegates and those electors back to the states uh-huh. saying, because right there, by federal law, when you have two sets of electors from the state, right, it, 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 null, it can nullify them. Mm-hmm. And you don't have to accept them. So he, he, he's lying. And then, so now that, now that I, that just clicked into my fucking head, the, the, the special prosecution, the DOJ, are fucking playing games and playing the American people to be stupid as shit. Uh-huh. Trying to say that Trump violated, you know, by him saying that it's a federal crime. No, he had the free speech. He had the, he has the absolute right under the First Amendment to say exactly what he believes. Mm-hmm. His lawyers are telling him, probably based off that election from Rutherford Hayes in 1876, uh-huh. that it's been done before. There's precedent for, you, for this to get sent back to the states. Uh-huh. And for the House of Representatives of the 12th Amendment to do this. Right. So, dude, I think the government's case is going to blow up in their fucking face. Well, it really depends on who the judge is. The judge is an Obama judge who hates fucking Trump. 
Exactly. They need to change the venue. But you know what? Here's the thing. People like us at this table, mm -hmm. there's a lot of people who are listening right now uh -huh. um, to our show, to Joe Rogan's show, to all these other shows uh -huh. that are smart enough to know the, the, what's going on. And there's other people who just don't give a shit. They're just tired of seeing the two-tier justice system and the fact that if this government is allowed... Well, here, here let me let me fucking say oh, this. Okay. Here, here's the fucking hypocrisy and the idiots of our fucking government right now. Mm -hmm. um, I saw this this morning. I was like, no fucking way are they that fucking stupid. But they are. Um, Secretary of State Antony Blinken, <laughs> yesterday, yeah. on 4 August. Uh-huh. The United States strongly condemns Russia's conviction of opposition leader Alexei Navalny on politically motivated charges. The Kremlin cannot silence the truth. Navalny should be released. No. Huh. But, yeah, we do it. Right. So, Richard Grinnell, you interfered in 2020 U.S. election by pushing a fake story. Hunter Biden's laptop was Russian disinformation. It uh -huh. wasn't. Uh -huh. But you pushed the Chinese government's preferred talking point. You've lost any credibility and moral authority to lecture others. He, he is criticizing Russia to, based on exactly what the U.S. government and Department of Justice is doing to the leading opposition leader today in the United States. Right. Fuck off. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And um, here's an, so this is kind of related to that, but this is uh, Reverend Al. Okay. Oh, God. He's talking about overturning an election or, okay. an, or a government or whatever. Listen. Okay. One day our children's children will read American history. And can you imagine our reading that James Madison or J Thomas Jefferson tried to overthrow the government so they can stay? <laughs> <laughs> uh, they did. They did. <laughs> it's called the Declaration of Independence. <laughs> Go back to fucking school, you dipshit. Oh, dude, if he, if he didn't have fucking race hustling, he would have shit. He'd be working at McDonald's at his age. What a fucking well, idiot. What I want to know, there's pictures. Remember, didn't he take money from fucking Trump? Like, Yes. And there's also undercover video of him trying to broker a $10,000 cocaine deal back in the day. Uh-huh. Yeah. Dude, he's a criminal. That's yeah. all he is. Yeah. Here's a, here's another. You want to see how smart this fucker is? We, me and you have talked about this on the show, but, but listen to this. Okay. Hey, Al, just a reminder. This isn't a democracy. It's a republic. And we're reflective of the oh, people we represent. Oh, this is not represent. a democracy. And it's a republic, Al. Look at the Constitution. We're reflecting uh -huh. the people of the, of the Ninth District. And, we're, and again, I just want to make one thing very clear. And I, and I enjoy having this conversation I, with you. I you enjoy having it too, because I really hope the people in the Ninth District know on the next election that they should not vote thinking this is a democracy. That well, Doug they should, Collins they should says this is not a democracy. I'll even this. send you the clip. <laughs> it, it's a constitutional republic. Yeah. It, it's in the um, Pledge of Allegiance. And to the republic for, for which, which it stands. <laughs> One nation. Yeah. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So Al's not the sharpest fucking tool in the fucking box. Okay. Well, we all need that. Wait, that's kind of... Oh, damn it. I'm racist now because I fucking made fun of... A black Al, guy. Al Sharpton. Damn it. You're not even a real reverend. <laughs> I know. 
It's fucking one of those internet certificates. I mean, yeah. Well, okay, look at the... What was it? Tawana Jackson. Tawana Jackson. Yeah. I mean, he, this guy's been wrong at every fucking turn. Just like Joe Biden. Yeah. So... Every fucking turn. Um, it's just... It's just fucking disheartening, dude. Uh-huh. It's because what power do we have? We feel like I feel fucking powerless and hopeless sometimes. We are powerless because the government has fucking made us powerless. Right. They've taken away our our right our, our right to replace them. Right. Yeah. You know, and, and you know, in the, in the early Federalist Papers or Declaration of Independence, you know, when the, when the government no longer represents the people, it's the people's right to replace that government. But how? Because because yeah. they wrote all these fucking laws about anti-sedition and insurrection, and if you try to replace us, we're gonna f- the the unelected bureaucrats of the intelligence agencies who are really the deep state. Uh-huh. That's what Trump was trying to expose. Right. Are gonna fucking come after you, right? And, and take away your fucking livelihood. They're gonna plant child porn on your computers now, and they're gonna fucking ruin your life and, and incarcerate you forever. And they're gonna shut off your power. That's why they want everything to go electric. And, and they want to take off your. Fu- yeah, exactly. Yeah. And, 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 <laughs> yeah. You know. Yeah. It's like no, it is. That's exactly why they want everything electric. It's not because it's going to save energy. It's because I'm telling you, dude. I, I am thinking more and more and more about like buying some property in the middle of like Texas or Oklahoma somewhere, mm-hmm. and fucking getting a big fucking generator to, to live off the grid if I have to as a backup. Yeah. Speaking of Texas, the stars at night are big and bright. No. But what? Hey, wait, really quick. Speaking of. You, that song reminds me of Pee Wee Herman died. Pee Wee Herman. <laughs> <laughs> Paul Rubin. Pee Wee Herman. Hey, Wee's dad. You didn't even know that. I had to tell you. The, the master master debater? Yeah. Dude, so what? Uh, big deal. Okay. <laughs> like, he's not the first guy to ever fucking master debate. In, in a porn show? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he was yeah. just a celebrity. Yeah, I know. It. Yeah. That's the whole thing. He, was, he left kids alone. What? Well, you know, he. He, he left kids well, alone. Well, actually, he did get a child porn charge, charge on him but then it, it got dropped well so I, I saw something about that the other day uh-huh. you know what that was he, uh-huh. he had some like uh, he was a collector of like old erotica stuff uh-huh. and some of the old erotica stuff I guess I don't know if they had kids, kids in it or something. something but it was like it was like more antique stuff right and that's why they, they dropped the charges on him yeah but- uh, he, so he was never convicted of it yeah. once, once he's like dude this, this is like you know, bought from the 1800s or whatever. Yeah, um, but yeah, that, that... But they tried to charge him with it at first, a, a possession of child porn. Yeah. So, he... Uh, but no, Pee Wee Herman's fun. If he just would have stayed out of the news. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, but like I said, okay. Yeah, yeah, he's not the first guy. He, to... Even when he got arrested for it, I was like, what's the big fucking deal? Because it was Pee Wee Herman. <laughs> that was like the height of his career, man. I know, but... It, People go to movie adult theaters and they jerked off. I mean, it was an everyday you know, fucking occurrence. You know, when you walk in and if your shoes are sticking to the floor, you don't want to be there. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe I'm in the wrong place. <laughs> oh, yeah. But, yeah, it's like... So what are you going to say about Texas? Well, no, that was it. I mean... Oh, the... the have you seen the floating... Uh, Barrier, yeah. That, what do you? What's your? What's your thoughts on that? Well, other than the fact that it needs to go the entire Rio Grande, yeah. <laughs> um, so, I, I, I mean, 
here's here's Governor Abbott who's doing the fucking feds jobs. The feds are filing suit on him, and he's like, "Fine, we'll see you in court." Well, why is the feds? Why are the feds filing suit? Because they're preventing. He's preventing what they want to happen. Right. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. And uh, so it's like, no, you're not doing your job. You're not. Your job is to protect the fucking border. You're allowing it to be wide open. We have the biggest fucking mass immigration, migration, invasion, whatever you call it, in years ever history. Uh huh. And, and the federal government, Mayorkas, is not doing his job. Right. He, he is, in my opinion, purposely violating his oath of office. Well, okay, so... So he got... We talked about last week, he we got hammered. About, yeah, because he's like... what What's it called? The, the Gate Act or... What's it called? Secure Fence Act. Secure Fence Act, yeah. You know, he goes, well, nobody can meet that. No, but you... Drive to you, 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 you make every legal, yeah. authorized attempt you, you, to meet the goal. Yeah, you don't get to say the border's secure based on your standards. Right. Well, my standard, according to my standards, right. oh, yeah, we got operational well, control. Well, you know, yeah. we, we have laws against murder, and the goal for murder is <laughs> yeah. to get to zero murders yeah. right, in your yeah. city. Yeah, yeah, are to you, not have one. Are right. you ever going to get there? No, because we have Democrats in charge. Right. Look at, look at Chicago. Right. I well, mean, doesn't matter where you're at. Even in even in small town fucking Iowa that's like fucking red as red red, you're gonna have a murder every now and then, right? Yeah. It's human nature, dude. People <laughs> are people. Yeah. You you cannot prevent the evil in people's hearts. Yes, it's against the law. But if you don't prosecute it, it's gonna happen fucking more, more and often. more and more and more. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. You have to enforce the laws on the books, yeah. which he's not doing, which makes him derelict in his oath of office. Right. Which, which is my point exact. My point here is is this. Um, with police, I'm just saying let them let police do what police do. Yeah, there's going you're going to have a few rogue fucking cops that are, gonna, and then you deal with it when it fucking comes up. But how often does it happen? It doesn't happen that often. My opinion right now, we need a few more rogue cops fucking beating the shit out of people because parents aren't disciplining their kids, so maybe the cops need to. Dude, I'm telling you right now. Right? Yeah. Seriously. Because, like that, you talked about New York, Mm -hmm. right? All those fucking teenagers, kids. You allow the cops to open cans of whoop asses? Yeah. Right? Yeah. And why are they all black kids, too? Oh, there are some white ones I saw. I know, but the majority, the majority. like ninety percent. Well, okay. because that's that's the type of environment where, where everyone afraid. All the cops are afraid because of Black Lives Matter. Tough shit. And everything. Seriously, they're done. Black Lives Matter's done. They're done yeah, and over. But the politicians in charge of all these cities with their DEI inclusivity and defund the fucking police. Nobody wants to be a cop anymore because of the environment, right? Right. So now you have less cops on the street. Mm-hmm. The recruiting cops is a pain in the ass. You know, I tried to become a cop back in my 20s, and I couldn't because I admitted I smoked dope in high school. Right. Right? Mm-hmm. I guarantee you right now, in my 50s, I could probably go get on the department pretty fucking easy. But I'm not going to. Why? Because I don't want to walk into an environment where I'm instantly fucking villainized because I want to enforce law. Right. Fuck you. I don't need the pressure. I don't need the no, headache. No, but what they're, what's going to happen is, is there's going to be start being vigilante justice. Right. And it's starting to happen more and more. You saw the video in Stockton, California, the Seven Eleven, right? Yeah, with the with the the, she- the Sikhs. Yeah, right. Yeah. The, the, the okay, se- but he just beat him with a stick. I'm exactly. talking. I'm talking about. There's okay. going to be someone's going to get killed. 
Well, yeah. And some guy's, poor guy's going to go to jail protecting his fucking property. New York. Fucking Daniel Penny, the guy in the subway. That guy yeah. was threatening to kill people on the subway. Yeah. He fucking puts him in a chokehold, accidentally kills him, tries to give him first aid, but he's being charged. Yeah. A week later, a black guy, of course, Daniel Penny was white, a yeah. black guy stabs another dude who's threatening his girlfriend. He gets off no charges. Right. Because he's black. Yeah. Once again, two-tier justice system, people are afraid to prosecute black people for the fear of being called racist. Yeah, and, right? and that's that, that's where I'm here to say, you, you guys okay. want to call me racist? Call me fucking racist. But it's even gets better. What? Oakland, California, the crime rate. Uh-huh. Um, r- car rental places are telling people if you park, don't park your car in Oakland. If you do, you know, it, it's basically like one out of every six cars is coming back with broken windows in Oakland because people are breaking in the cars uh-huh. and just stealing shit. Um, the crime is so bad in Oakland. The, the, the citizens are going to the city council saying this is bullshit. The NAACP has actually made a statement to the city of Oakland uh-huh. enforcing your laws is not racist. Yeah. You know, the fact that, you know, everybody deserves to be, think that they have a, uh, an umbrella of safety, mm-hmm. can go out of their house and into the public without mm-hmm. the fear of being, because this doesn't affect just white people. There's a lot of black and Hispanic community members within who, Oakland yeah, that, who feel oh, unsafe. Yeah. And who follow the law. Right. Believe in law. Right. And, and so, but part of the problem is, and I'm, you know what? This is going to be racist. I don't give a fuck. Well, we played it last week in Chicago where the guys from Chicago went to the to city so, council and yeah. said, hey, here's the deal. If you don't start fucking okay. doing shit, we, the next time this happens. But they were talking about illegal immigrants. Yeah. Here's the problem. What's the difference, though? Okay, here's the problem. The black community needs to start stepping up and take care of their own because uh-huh. all the fucking parents are the ones letting their fucking kids do this. Right. Why? And I'm, here, here's the deal. Mm-hmm. These parents who grew up in the fucking 80s and 90s mm-hmm. with the fucking Crips and the Bloods and the Colors shit and the mm-hmm. gang thug life activity. Yeah, but that's like a Cosby show. Right? <laughs> They're the ones who are encouraging this shit. Gang members make yeah. gang members, g- make gang members, right? Yeah, yeah. It's like a generational thing. Yeah. And it's not their kids and they're not disciplining their kids. And when their kids get in trouble, it's not the kid's fault. It's racism. So, okay. I, I, you know what? So, I, I say this and... and uh-huh. You know, fix your fucking own first. Yeah, okay, so was it racist the other day when I looked at the video of the mob of, of black teenagers that robbed the Gucci store in, in Hollywood, or was it, uh, was it yeah, Hollywood, or, yeah. or uh, wait, wait, where's the Ritzy, Beverly Hills? Beverly Hills? Yeah. Yeah, so that's what I'm saying. The, the black community, you need to start focusing on your own first. all it was was black kids running out there. Right. Well, uh, it's everywhere. It's the same shit everywhere. Uh-huh. It, it's in Hollywood. It's in Atlanta. It's in New York. It's in Minneapolis. It's in Chicago. You don't see fucking mobs of white kids doing this. No. No, you don't. That's what's funny. You know? And, and you're, you can call me racist or whatever, but uh-huh. I'm just stating fucking fact. It's on fucking video. Right, yeah. so so the, these communities, you know, you no wonder foreigners when they come here, they think they're going to get robbed. I'll tell you what, just uh-huh. stay away from the fucking black communities, and you might actually be safe. Right. I said it. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> you're racist. Which is sad because you know I I actually believe in what Martin Luther King said about judge people on the content of their character. Well. The black community's character and the way they fucking raise their kids and allow their kids to become this way, uh-huh. and the rap industry or, and you know the hip hop life and all this shit, uh-huh. they encourage this shit. They do. Well, yeah. 
Yeah, because you look back in the 60s, 50s, 60s, 70s, and you had the Temptations and the Four Tops and, yeah. you know. Yep. And uh, I can't think of the guy's name, the little kid singing. Not Michael Jackson. <laughs> <laughs> Not that little kid. But you see what I'm saying? Yeah. The, 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 they were within, I won't say, you know, they, 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 they started the hip-hop genre and the rhythm and the rhythm and blues and all that stuff. But it wasn't it wasn't glorifying, you know, slap the hoe, fucking shoot my twenty two, fucking yeah. you know, wet ass pussy, wop, 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 all yeah, this bullshit, yeah, right? Yep. Yeah. Oh speaking of Cardi B, I guess we gotta talk about that shit. Yeah. Oh, about Lizzo? No. Cardi B when she got oh, water yeah, 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 She yeah, threw yeah, the yeah, fucking yeah, yeah. microphone, but yeah. you, you, the music never stopped and her rap never stopped. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was classic. Fucking lip syncing. Yeah. Um but but once again, Quit glorifying that fucking type of lifestyle and then blaming white people for the fucking crimes in your own community. Fix yourselves. Well, you know, if a hundred years ago or two hundred years ago, if we didn't have slavery, quit playing the victim card. <laughs> so you're, you're, I'm, I'm, I am hereby revoking their victim card and their fucking race card. Two hundred years ago. Revoked. Mike Papa has done it. I have revoked both your victim card and oh. your race card. Oh, fuck. fuck. Now we have nothing. Now we have nothing. Right. You have get off your ass and get a job. That's what you have. Right. Right. Hold your kids accountable. Discipline them. Spank them. Uh-huh. And, and fucking teach them to be fucking half-ass respectful. And and then and then maybe, you know, because now that the affirmative action has gone. Uh-huh. What? Affirmative actions. <laughs> oh, that's right. Yeah, it is. it is. I forgot about that. You know, your, your kids are actually going to have to pay attention in school. What? I got to pay attention in school? Well, fuck a what? They have it. You're fucking putting all this pressure on me now. But I won't be like Joe. I won't say that poor kids are just as bright and talented as white kids. <laughs> Joe Biden. I will. Um, I'll say that. I, but, you know, I will say this. All kids, regardless of your where you grow up, what community you grew up, your financial status of a family, yeah. the color of your skin, you have every same opportunity as each other yeah. based on the amount of effort you want to put into it. And that's the way it's supposed to be. Well, yeah, because I'm going to tell you right now. It's not like I grew up with a silver spoon in my fucking mouth. You didn't? No. I mean, what? We, <laughs> we had one car. Well, actually, we had two, but that's because dad's truck the company let him drive it home. Yeah, it's a construction company. Yeah, so um, we had one car. We were one car family. Uh, the station wagon. Yeah. <laughs> no, no child yeah, seats. Yeah, yeah dude. <laughs> AC didn't fucking reach all the way in the back. Didn't roll back the window down. <laughs> Kids not even sitting in the seats. We just put them in the back. But yeah, yeah, yeah. Face them backwards so we can see the fucking semi rear end. <laughs> But, <laughs> but yeah, it's like, um, you know, we didn't grow up with money just falling out our pockets. I mean, we scraped by. We made do. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we didn't have something. We went without. Went without. I mean, it was just, or borrowed, you know. Let me borrow your baseball mitt or whatever. Yeah. Trust me. I was the youngest. I got a lot of hand-me-downs, man. Dude, I'm the middle child. I'm the forgotten child. What are you talking about? Fuck off. <laughs> Who? What? Yeah. <laughs> Who are you? Yeah. You want to play the re- you want to play the race card? <laughs> Who are you? 
I'm the middle child. I was born the middle child. The jerk. So, anyways, that's my two cents on this one this week. But yeah, so hey, let's talk about Cardi B, like you said. Oh, dude. So, so in case you wa- missed it this week, uh, she was. Must have been what last weekend she was in Vegas. I, I think, think so. it was like Sunday or something. So she, she doesn't have a like fucking nightly show like every other has been now. No, apparently not. <laughs> but um, I because uh, so she was performing and she's I don't know if she was done or well no she she during the show. She was telling people to fucking spray her, throw water to you know cool her down because it was uh-huh. hot. Yeah, because they all waited like two hours in like 112 degree fucking weather. Right. So she yeah. was telling people to get her wet. Right. And then, and then one guy threw some. He kind of flicked his cup and it had water and ice. Uh-huh. And I think it was the ice that hit her. Uh-huh. And she got pissed and threw a microphone at him. Okay. So yeah. she got investigated for like two days about uh, assault. Yeah, because she hit the wrong person. Right. Yeah. And then they fucking dropped the charges. Why? I don't know. See, did she hit the guy? I don't know. With the microphone? But no. what's what's even funnier is this. Hang on. I'm, I'm going to play the clip here. She just threw it. Music's still going. She's still rapping. But she'd already thrown the microphone. Yeah. Fucking lip syncing yeah, bitch. Yeah, and you know what? Did you also notice you didn't hear one fucking sound out of the crowd that had the fucking microphone? Right. Was the microphone even turned on? No. <laughs> I doubt it because, or if it was, you know, the, the background track of her rapping. <laughs> she threw the fuck. If I was in that crowd and I threw the microphone, dude, if I want to watch you lip sync, yeah. I can watch a video. Look, yeah, if I wanted to see Millie Vanilli, I'd fucking go back to the 80s and watch MTV. <laughs> When MTV was good, before it had all those fucking stupid-ass shows on it. When it was actually music TV? Yeah, before it had, like, teenage pregnant women or whatever the hell. What was was the first one? Jersey Shore or whatever? Oh, fuck. Lord. Schnooky. Yeah. Schnooky is what the shit. She's in the news this week. Why? What'd she do now? She She said that Joy Behar... Is a cunt? Pretty much, yeah. Yes! Really? She said that Joy Behar... Um, cornered her in the restroom and was what? bullying her and telling her that she wasn't a real Italian. What? What? Mm-hmm. Joey Behar is a fucking tard. Yeah. She she was like saying that she they should put President Trump on there like in a room with them guys. Like really? And then what? You'll actually see how fucking actual stupid you are. Yeah. Let's see. Snooky, snooky. Oh. Joy Snooky tells Andy Cohen that Joy Behar is the rudest celebrity she ever met. Joy was so mean to me, she cornered me in the bathroom and said, You're not Italian. Yeah, well, fucking Joy Behar is not a fucking human, so. Yeah, exactly. She's not a. He's a fucking pig. <laughs> what? Hey. Wait, I gotta play you this clip. Come on. That was funny. I gotta play you this clip right here. Okay. okay. This is. Uh, just listen to like, ah, damn it. Listen, listen to this fucking broad here, and, and uh, there's there's a fucking problem here. Oh, I mean, listen to the end because the end says it all. But um, okay, but there is. A, I want to listen to the beginning first. Get to it, boy. Um, hey, <laughs> computer slow. 
Yeah, it's a computer. Mm. It's... I'm not sure. Shut up. <laughs> See? She's... Okay, here, here, okay. here. Just listen to this. See if you can understand it. I'm Cody. Pronouns E, M, R, R's, or Z, M, Z, or really any neo pronouns that aren't Z, her, hers. I am a white, transmasculine, femme, non-binary, temporarily, mostly able-bodied, neurodivergent, obsessive, compulsive, chronically ill, culturally Jewish, unitarian, universalist, non-monogamous, demi-low-romantic, gray demi-bisexual, survivor of acute and complex trauma, millennial, and cat parent in mental health recovery. The fuck? <laughs> well, the end says it all. <laughs> cat. Men, no, not cat person. <laughs> Cat person. That says that's in mental health recovery. I yeah. think she said cat parent. Okay, whatever. But the okay, in mental health recovery. Okay, so here's the thing. You yeah. know she has all that shit written down because there's no way she could remember all of that as far as her identity. Are you sure? Uh, I'm a white guy. I see. I can say it. I can do it. Yeah, well, that's one. <laughs> but yeah. Then there was a. Um, there was a, I saw another video of this woman saying, you know, like, don't use sir or ma'am or whatever they're, whatever they're called. They're hero. Oh, shit. What is it? These people really have some. It is. It's a mental illness. Have a mental illness. That's all it is. And she admitted it. Well, yeah. But that, at least she said, I, I'm a. Yeah. Th- this one right here. This one right here. Listen to this So there's a conversation that goes around a lot where people who habitually use uh, gendered honorifics like sir or ma'am ask very kindly what a good gender neutral replacement for that would be. And the most common answer from people like me who don't like gendered words applied to us is learn to drop the honorific because most of us don't like to be put in that situation in a quick... Okay, so... Dude, I stopped this video in the funny part. Um, <laughs> but, okay, you don't like honorifics and you wanted me to drop... Okay, I'll just refer to you as dickhead. How's fucking that? <laughs> but here's the thing. Yeah? I'm going to refer to you how I refer to you. you. There's nothing that says you can force me to fucking play your silly fucking games. Right? Right. But, yeah, but I'm just saying... You, okay, I don't want to be referred to as sir or ma'am. I don't care. Uh, I'm not gonna, first of all, I'm not going to refer to you as sir. I'm going to refer to you as ma'am because you're an obvious fucking woman. Woman, yeah. 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 Um, Ser- seriously. Yeah. Dude, yeah. so. I don't like being called ma'am because it makes me feel old. old. <laughs> okay, but still. Okay, so last like, weekend. Oh, man, I'm old. Last weekend, my wife and I got out of town because of the heat, right? Uh-huh. We went up to uh, Prescott. Uh-huh. And we ended up going to Whiskey Row down there in Old Town by the courthouse. And, uh, you know, Whiskey Row's historic. Right? Uh-huh. Right. So we went to the Birdcage Saloon. Okay. They had a local band there playing. Dude, it's like three in the afternoon, local band playing. And this fucking place was packed. Right? It's Whiskey Row. Come on, man. Dude. Um, <laughs> so, yeah. The, the, uh, talking to one of the people at the table next to us, this band is like really popular up there. And I can see why. This band was good, dude. Um, they were playing shit from like the 60s, 70s, 80s. That was just for a three-person band. They were fucking rocking. I, I'm, I'm gonna give them props. It's like I would go back to see this band again. All right. But one of the tables next to us, there was this girl 
in like fucking knee high boots, uh-huh. a little black mini skirt, black fucking top, black fucking wig, uh-huh. five o'clock shadow. I swear to God, right? <laughs> it was a fucking dude. That right. fucking had feet bigger than mine. Right. And wearing like a little mini skirt with like fishnet stockings, like uh-huh. something that you would never see a fucking real woman wearing, right. especially in the summertime. It was like a winter outfit. Right. And everybody just let her be, right? Right. Or, was, it's and, or whatever. And some dude who looked like fucking Ned Flanders asked it to dance. Uh-huh. Really? <laughs> yeah, dude. I was like, Barb, my, 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 my wife, Barbara. <laughs> Ned Flanders. Um, <laughs> you know, uh-huh. she, you know, she, she pointed out, you know, even that's not my wife's name. I don't care. Uh-huh. Um, she, she pointed out that, uh, this guy, she goes, that guy just asked it to dance. And I'm like, dude, I wanted to so, so badly. I wanted to go up to it and say, dude, your dick is showing. <laughs> <laughs> You know, uh-huh. and the, uh, it was disgusting. The fact that this thing, I mean, just, I guess it thought it looked like a girl, uh-huh. but the wig was so bad. The outfit was so bad. The five o'clock shadow had to give it away. Well, it's like, <laughs> it's like, uh, you know, the lips, uh-huh. you know, that little like space in between your lip up here. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. You, you know, it's not so pronounced on, on women, uh-huh. but on guys, it really is. Uh-huh. And, and you, it just, not a true five o'clock shadow, but you could okay. tell that this person shaved, and it was just like everything: man hands, the the legs, the boots, the feet that were fucking like size twelves. Yeah. I was like, oh my god, the dick, yeah. <laughs> dude. When I told my wife I wanted to ask that, she was like, "You didn't say that, did?" I'm like, "No." Did you see his balls? I'm like, "No." I just wanted to say it because I know he has a fucking dick down there. <laughs> I just wanted to be so rude. I'm just like, uh, right. I'm tired of it. I'm I'm tired of. You have to be polite. No, I don't have to be polite. No, you don't. You don't have to be polite anymore. And, I'm sorry. I don't have to play your fucking reindeer games. Yeah. So. It's time to stop being polite. Okay, so. Um. I want to play this clip now. Okay. Like I said, this is our second. I'm more just going to talk. Let's listen to this guy and tell me. Uh, this is some guy from Africa. Or no, I think, actually, I think this is a reverend. I don't know who it is. I just play it. Listen. When Barack became president, he tried to force Africa to accept same-sex mes- marriages. And African government said, we don't allow that stuff here. And Barack sanctioned Africa. Well, Biden duplicated the same thing. Biden said the same thing, trying to force Africa, different countries of Africa, to accept same-sex marriages. And if those countries don't, he will sanction them, starve them. Mm. How in the world men knocking up men mean so much to America? that you will use your power to starve a baby, starve a woman. Because a country want to uphold God's law. What country is that? I like them. Africa. Well, what country in Africa? I don't know, but... Africa's a continent, dude. But no, but I'm just saying... <laughs> um, no, he's just saying all countries in Africa. They want Africa to... Right, well... And it started with Obama... Of course, notice he didn't say Trump. He skipped the president in there. Well, because Obama's the puppet master of this one. Mm-hmm. So it, it 
Yeah, why? The law of God. Try, you know, I yeah. thought they tried to do that with, was it Taiwan, maybe? Well, no, well, I, no. Taiwan. It was Taiwan, a, Taiwan, they're just, they don't recognize it as a country, allegedly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but no, there was one of the Asian countries, and I'm not sure which one it was, that they said they wanted, they were pushing for them to recognize same sex, and they're like, that's not in our culture. Yeah. Yeah. But it, maybe it's Indonesia? Yeah, Singapore? I don't know. But, yeah, it's like, um, stop forcing your beliefs on people. I mean, I don't have to believe it. If you want me to, I can just go tell you to go pound sand. Right. Or in the, in the gay community, I can just tell you to, like, suck my dick. <laughs> and they just might. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And Joe just might. <laughs> okay. You know, I'm kind of brain dead. <laughs> <laughs> Joe, get off there. <laughs> Let me take my teeth out first. <laughs> we'll gum it. <laughs> oh. uh, <laughs> <God>. <laughs> uh, okay, I'm on vacation. I might do it. But yeah, so yeah, fuck. Oh. Once again, I don't have to play your silly game. No, I don't have to and, play. And, uh, yeah, you are the government. Yes, you're not my fucking leader. Get over this. What, shit. But, but here's the thing, though. Once again. The government has already gone after President Trump for free speech. Mm-hmm. So when we don't adhere... Yeah, they're coming after us eventually. Uh, yeah. Well, so like last week, we heard the sirens. We were joking about right. it. Yeah. Know, like, hey, you're one street up. Yeah. <laughs> Apparently, the hostage situation could have been us. <laughs> yeah, but... <laughs> yeah, but to, I, I don't think I told you this. So after, what, like two hours or something... Yeah, a couple hours. I, I went out front, and, and they had moved the fucking um, street closure back to the end of the block here. Right? Uh-huh. So the cop was there, and I fucking just yelled down the street. I go, God damn it, just shoot him already. <laughs> <laughs> the cop's probably like, I want to. <laughs> Apparently, they all had like AR-15s in there. It's like, fuck, I could have went down there and fucking jumped a wall and fucking taken them out. Ended it. Yeah. <laughs> so... Who knows? That could be us next week. <laughs> I know. Yeah, well, so be just, it. Just for calling trannies trannies. So be it. So be it. So, um, for misgendering people. No, so, I, I I didn't misgender you. I called you the appropriate gender. Yeah. So, here, yeah, misgendering. No, fuck you, dude. You got a fucking set of balls. You're a man. Um, have you noticed gas prices are going back, back up? up yes. Again. Okay. So, here's CBS News. CBS News? CBS News, yes. Is it the Putin price hike again? No, it's it's worse. Listen. Have you noticed a recent surge in gas prices this summer? Join the club. You're not alone. The national average price of a gallon of regular is now $3.83. That's about 30 cents more than it was just a month ago. One big factor might surprise you. It seems this summer's extreme heat is playing a role. Climate change my ass. Dude, they blame everything on climate change. And so oh, so now they're like going, okay, the gas prices are going up. Blame not climate change. Because <laughs> that's the only thing we can like blame it on is climate. We can't blame it on the fact that maybe we have to buy up all the oil to replace the strategic reserves that we depleted by not allowing ourselves to drill. And then gas prices going to six bucks an hour, a dollar or a gallon and then, you know. Oh, I got something for that too, though. So, 
Who? You really believe that they're replacing, replenishing? I don't. Okay, I was reading that somewhere. So that, that, this is not something I fucking made up. I'm just saying I don't think they're bright enough. They, they don't care. They want to have all of our gas gone. <laughs> Remember, they were selling it to foreign fucking countries. It's our. It's called the strategic reserve. <laughs> not the, hey, let's sell it to everybody. Yeah, well, um, let me see if I can find this. I saved this. Now I can't fucking... Find it here. And I'm going to guarantee you, Joe thought maybe, but oh, by selling it to foreign countries, it's going to make me, everybody's going to say, look how nice he is. He's so, no, it made you look like a fucking dictator, you fucking tool. Like Jesus a dictator. Christ. A dictator. <laughs> Dictaster. Yeah. Okay, that too. Okay, while you're looking for that, listen, let's listen to this Okay. clip and you tell me, should this person be indicted? You have one very affirmative statement to make. We won, but I didn't lose. I got the votes. But we won't know exactly how many because of how they cheated. I did win my election. I just didn't get to have the job. Was that Stacey Abrams? Yeah. <laughs> When's she going to be indicted? Yeah, should she right. be indicted? Exactly. Um, no, you were talking about the strategic oil reserves. Uh-huh. I want to find this because there is a report... That our energy secretary, Granholm. That broad? Here it is. Yeah. Energy secretary Jennifer Granholm Mm -hmm. secretly consulted a CCP official two days before the U.S. decided to tap into petroleum reserves in 2021. Chinese Communist Party? Hey, listen, this is. A Fox News digital exclusive energy secretary Jennifer Granholm secretly talked to a top Chinese official before the U.S. decided to tap into petroleum reserves back in 2021. Uh, Americans for public trust obtained copies of the Energy Department's calendar and sharing them with Fox News, revealing those previously undisclosed conversations. The calendar show Granholm spoke to a senior CCP official just two days before the Biden administration announced the release of those reserves. Because some of those oil reserves went to China. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Not to the U.S., even though the U.S. strategic reserves. Yeah. Um, and and no, none of these foreign countries are re- going to be required to give it back to us. Right. right. Um, <laughs> and she's also the one that one time they, they talked about, you know, somebody asked her about drilling more to bring the price down. She laughed. Uh-huh. She's also the one that's going after all your gas electric, or gas appliances and all this going to make you more dependent on electric yeah that broad right there is one of the fucking biggest enemies too uh-huh. so i think she was a former governor of new mexico well fuck figure that one out yeah right. so um okay. Me- but it's our own government is actively working to subvert our freedoms and our uh-huh. right to govern ourselves yeah Okay. So all these government bureaucracies, I, I mean, seriously, I really hope Trump, when he gets in reelected, uh-huh. just guts all these agencies. Well, well you, don't, you don't fucking need them. Yeah, no. Right? Let the fucking market regulate themselves. Right? Mm-hmm. All these regulations, government regulations, are restricting our, and making it so... That's why our, our electric bills are so high, because they've got to follow so many government fucking regulations... That it's fucking bogging down everything. Mm-hmm. You know what? Get rid of that shit. Once you get rid of the red tape and the regulations, companies can do... They're going to do shit, I think. They're going to make a profit, but they're going to have more competition. Because if you deregulate it, mm-hmm. 
and say, you know what? Well, like public utilities, mm-hmm. why why are we paying so much for electric when we pay for the fucking grid? We pay for the wires. We, it's like no. If that's the case, if it's a public utility, why am I paying so fucking much? Yeah, exactly. Why are they asking for rate hikes when I'm paying for everything? Right. Yeah. You know, it's like more customers. Well, eat. it's like the it's like the football stadium. Why are I getting charged for a ticket when I paid to build the fucking thing? <laughs> So, get rid of all the bureaucracy. Get rid of these government agencies because everyone's getting fucking rich. Uh-huh. Let more competition in. All right, guys. If you if these if these are government lines, mm-hmm. power lines that are mm-hmm. paid for and sub- subsidized by the government, yep. that's a government power grid. You don't get to make a profit. Yep. You want to make a profit? You put your own fucking power lines in. Yep. Yep. So, I agree. Yep. Right. And when you put your power lines in, you got to compete with the other people. So. If you want the business, you better keep your prices low to get more customers to get more money. Yeah, except for they dictate who your fucking power company is. Right. It's know? bullshit. Yeah. Okay, so one last thing before we go. I want, I want to talk to you about this. I saw this news article the other day. And I'm going to read this first paragraph of this news article to you, okay? I want your feedback. So it says, since before she hit double digits, Elisa... 15, said she felt a special connection with Japan. The high school student, who asked to be anonymous for fear of being doxxed online, was born in Ukraine and lives in Maryland, but she now goes by the Japanese name Miyuki and listens to subliminals that promise that she will wake up and be Japanese. So far, she believes that by listening to YouTube videos with lo-fi music and photos of East Asian facial features while she sleeps, her vision has cleared her eyelids have become smaller, and her hair just a bit darker. <laughs> Practitioners of what they call race change to another purport that being able to manifest physical changes in their appearance and even their genetics to become a different race. They tune into subliminal videos and claim that can give them East Asian appearance or Korean DNA. <laughs> Ask Rachel Dolezal. <laughs> okay, so apparently, apparently, just by watching, or you don't have to watch him. You just have to put a headset on. And listen to him while you sleep? Listen to it while you sleep. Uh, I know I don't know what a video does while you sleep, but apparently it's going to change your race. Dude, that is so fucking stupid. <laughs> but hang on, I got something for that. <laughs> I got something for that too. What's that? It's this right here. Bullshit. A bullshit. A bullshit. A bullshit. A bullshit. <laughs> Hang on. Should I keep it dying to use that for how long now? Let's see.
taking it way back to the 80s. I know. This band was ahead of their time. Yeah, it was. <laughs> Alright. Okay. Wait, I want you to save that that video though. Okay? It's on YouTube. I know, but just save it for a second. Okay. Okay. So I'm gonna play you a song right now. Okay? That was the vapors turning this is, Japanese. This is Carl Douglas. This is from the seventies. Song from the seventies, okay. Okay. Listen to this song now. I'm doing this song. Okay, wait. Okay, did you hear that? Yeah. Now, play the beginning of that song. Because... <laughs> Kung Fu is Chinese. Yeah. Okay. So, <laughs> so who's appropriating whose culture? <laughs> Everybody was Kung Fu fighting. Yeah, exactly. Is it Chinese or Japanese? Is that riff a Chinese song or a Japanese song? Because there are two different fucking people. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> But do you think that girl listens to this every night and ter- thinks he's turning Japanese? She could be. I don't know. <laughs> but, you know what? Everybody was Kung Fu fighting. <laughs> Everybody was Kung Fu fighting. Those kids were fast as lightning. In fact, it was a little bit frightening. But they fought with Lindy's like (laughs) (laughs) racist, racist. That's racist. No, no, it's not my favorite music. (laughs) What? Everybody was kung fu fighting. But I just don't know. Dude, I saw a video online that says music changes everything. And there was a the movie with Bruce Lee and Chuck Norris in the fight scene. Uh huh. And they change the music to like like a sexy music while they're undressing the fight. You know? <laughs> You're like, oh, whoa. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, so that... Is that like Chinese or Japanese? Which one is it? I don't know. Maybe it's both. No, it can't be. It can't be both. Why not? It can't be. They're two different cultures. But I bet if you did DNA, you'd be able to go back and... And what? Hundreds of years ago, they were all from the same. No. Do you not remember the thing as a child? Chinese, Japanese, dirty knees, look at these. Remember? (laughs) (laughs) It wasn't the same because one guy's eyes went this way, one guy's eyes went this way. So it's two different things. Well, look at these. They're all a bunch of different things. (laughs) You know, they meant with the same two things. (laughs) (laughs) That's funny. All right, so what do we got now? Nothing. Nothing. We're out. We're out. We're we're done with that. We're out of beer. 
we've talked about everything we pretty much talked about. We've covered Chinese, Japanese, dirty knees. <laughs> stuff and, and the other things. Oh, here. What? Here's the music. Um, Careless Whisper. <laughs> so, so you, you you got Chuck Norris and Bruce uh, Bruce Lee. Bruce Lee taking off their uh, clothes and get ready to fight each other. Just <laughs> music. It's wham. Dude. Yeah, but <laughs> it's wham. So you know the wham boys are a little <laughs> exactly. But you, you, you get two masked guys <laughs> in the movie, like the, the suspenseful, tense music, you know? Yeah, yeah. But you just change the song when they're taking you know, their shirt off, getting ready to fight each other. Like, hey, what's going on here? <laughs> <laughs> so, so, all right. Hey, guys, thanks for listening. Yep, we'll be back next week. Uh, in the meantime, you can reach out to us at uh, didweoffendyou at gmail.com, or you can find us on Twitter. Or X or whatever the fuck it is now. X. What is it now? It's at Twitter. Nipples. At do we offend the letter U? And on True Social, that somehow re- lost all my fucking uh, likes. And we're at do we offend you on True Social? All right. And we will talk to you next weekend. All right.